0: I think that's a Patreon uh, special release.
1: Oh, notifications! Yeah, notifications off. Moon, everybody, moon. Noties offies. Excited to record these books with you guys. Me too. Sis. Was that the way you started the show? You always start the show. I was just saying that.
0: Bible digger. Oh,
2: you're starting the show now. Or is it?
1: I'm telling you, that's how you start the show now. Are you starting it now? The show hasn't started yet. <laughs> okay. If you think that,
2: <laughs> but he—he's definitely going to incorporate this whole one-hour beginning of you spilling the coffee somehow in the beginning of the show.
1: I didn't spill anybody's coffee. I think for years. he's going to
2: make a song out of saying, out of you saying,
1: "Oh, bro, I'm so sorry." Yeah. Maybe, but I doubt
0: it. When you ask me to do it, I don't do it.
2: But I could hear it, like the coffee spilling. Poof, poof, poof. Oh, bro, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See? You could even add the yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You know what that <laughs> reminds me of is the season one outro mm. episode mm. where you were making a beat on the iPad. Oh, oh yeah. You were
1: rapping. Mark, 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 <laughs> yeah. Mark.
0: That's all I remember. Hey, Marky, it's
2: true. Something like that, right? <laughs> I <don't> remember. <laughs> What's that mean? What's that mean? What's that mean? Mark, 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 Mark. Hey, Mark, 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 C-C-O. Mark, 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 Mark.
1: <laughs>
2: the Triple S Studio.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were in the studio, like literally in the studio.
1: Yeah, Yeah, um, those first like five, six episodes are pretty cringe, you know, looking back now. Mm -hmm. yeah, I was telling uh, when we were at G3 a while back, we were talking to a bunch of people about the show, telling them about it or whatever. And one guy came back, he was like, oh, bro, I just listened to uh, the Genesis episode. It was great. I was like, no, oh, man. If you think, <laughs> bro,
2: I always follow it up with if you think that's great. Yeah. I was like, man,
0: you pick like the worst episode.
2: <laughs> well, well, I was saying the knowledge was great. Yeah. You know, that's that's a, that's that's how yeah, yeah. they'll fix it.
0: Yeah. Maybe they're just being nice. Oh, because when they think it's terrible to when you know. ask someone to listen to your podcast. Yeah, that's they, true. They don't really want to listen to it. Yeah.
2: That is true. But I do find that when people listen to podcasts, they always start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I never start from the beginning. Really? I scroll through until I see something that catches my eye and I click on it. Mm.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll just click on the latest episode or something to that check too, it out.
2: That's a good practice to see what they're releasing, to see where they're at right now. Because you go start back three and a half years.
1: Ours, as I can time. see people starting from the beginning, though, because it's kind of like the beginning it's of the in Bible. the order of the Bible. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes sense. But it way. also
2: would make sense to, like, Listen to whatever book you're reading right now. Mm. Noah's reading, well, you like could be reading Genesis Philippians, right Like Philippians. Like Philippians. Like
0: Philippians.
2: That's exactly what today's episode is on. Yeah. Just in case you didn't know that yet. But <laughs> I do have a question that I know the answer to, actually. Oh. <laughs> what <a> transition? <laughs> I do know this answer, by the way okay i know how obsessed with two things you are ryan i'm not sure about you mark but you could tell me right now obsessed bananas and ice cream
0: bananas i would say yeah, yeah. not ice cream.
2: so you do you like bananas more than ice cream
1: yes i agree with that sentiment now i used to be like obsessed with ice cream i had it almost every other day when i was a uh, <sighs> big ryan yeah you know when I was writing. <laughs> <laughs> and now I like bananas a lot more than ice cream. I think about bananas all time. I like bananas on my ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Or ice cream on my bananas.
1: Have you heard of nice cream? No. What is that? It's just frozen um, bananas that
0: you smush up. Oh, that sounds good. We used to have this machine called Yo Nana. <laughs> yeah. And it was like frozen banana Ice cream machine. That sounds pretty good.
1: What did you just stick the frozen bananas in and it like mm-hmm. churned them or whatever? Yeah. It was delicious. That's what Yonana did that for you? Yonana, yeah. Ah <laughs> well, uh, that's I like you call that. Yonana a machine.
2: <laughs> that must have been so nice, Anna. Isn't that what you said? <laughs>
1: no.
2: <laughs> oh, nice cream. Yeah, nice cream. That was so nice cream. Yeah. All of this I ask and lead and lead and lead to lead in to the next segment. <laughs> I don't know where it is. <laughs> no idea what it is. Tooting no, or no that's totally not what I want to say. That's that not it. It's the no. question.
0: Ding, 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 what is the, ding what's the, the right ding one? Bible oh, there
1: we go. one? Bible dingers. Oh, this one? Bible dingers. I didn't or know what no you were doing ding. for a second there. <laughs> Just making yeah, yeah, noises. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why are you making beats over there, Mark? <laughs> well, you know it's how we it. start <laughs> the
0: show. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making beats? Shut hey, up! Come on, shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> it's not like there's names for the sound bites. It's just the one that goes dun, dun, dun. <laughs> ah, dum 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 dum. Yeah.
2: Anyway, you guys know how we start the show. I hope if you don't, I hope you keep listening because this is how we start the show with ding or no ding. Where I come up with a news headline and Ryan and Mark have to decide whether it's real, ding, or fake, no ding. And I ask all those leading up questions to now give you this wonderful headline that blue bananas taste like vanilla ice cream.
1: Blue bananas? What's a blue banana?
2: I don't know. Maybe they don't exist at all.
0: Mm. Maybe they do exist. Wait. <laughs> I'm trying to focus on what is a blue banana. It's, I forgot what the headline is. Blue bananas taste like vanilla ice cream. All uh, right, I just don't even know if a, a blue banana exists. To begin that's with. the whole
2: point of the game. To ding or not ding—that
1: That is the question. What is the answer? No ding. See, I've done this for you before, Mark, where I disagree with you and I just bend to no. what you say. No, do, do... Be your own man. I say ding. You say ding. Yeah.
2: Okay. You're wrong, Mark. <laughs> and you're right. I knew Riri. it. I knew it. There are such things as blue bananas. I knew this. The okay. blue java is a hearty, cold, tolerant banana. Known for its sweet aromatic fruit, which is said to have an ice cream like consistency and flavor reminiscent
1: of vanilla. Hmm. Interesting. I want to try some. I think there's actually a, a variety of banana called ice cream. I, are they blue? Like you guys are just making up all these banana facts <laughs> no. right now. They're like little. You know, there's like a zillion types of bananas. There's not just like the bananas we buy in the yeah, grocery Yeah, they're
0: blue ones.
1: All I know are bananas and plantains. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would want
2: to eat a blue banana. Now now, now that I know that it tastes like vanilla ice cream, I would try it.
1: Have you ever had, um, like,
0: oh, there it is. Oh, that looks great. It's literally a blue banana. Oh, I told you.
2: What do you think? I just make stuff up on the How do I get that? How do I buy that? You have to go to Hawaii, I think. Blue Java
0: banana. I think. Sorry, it says uh, it's native to Southeast Asia.
2: Oh, Asia. It's close. Uh, no. It's right there. <laughs> it's literally right there. It's
1: a hop and a skip away. If you get close to the tree, you hear. Blue, yabba dee, yabba dee, yabba dee, yabba dee. You put your your ear up to the trunk. Yabba dee, yabba dee, yabba dee. What's up? What's up? I'm blue. Yabba dee, yabba dee. <laughs> oh,
2: when you pick up the banana like a telephone. And you can hear this song right now. <laughs> yeah. Ho. Right, we got yeah, we go the whole way,
0: and it's okay. It's not me, it's me, and then we brought the whole gang. This world a nice box. That's a cold play. My I hear the line, I do my dance, but this ain't so train. I finally let the top down. We got now.
2: So what's up everybody? I'm Nick. I'm here with Ryan and Mark. And we are
0: Bible dingers. And this
2: episode is going to be a special one. It is
1: about the book of Philippians. Yes. Philippians. So if you're following along, Philip in your Bible to Are you Philipping your soul with the Bible? <laughs> Philip E in your Bible to the book of Philippians. Ooh. Are you flipping the pages? Philippi there. To the book of Philippians Those I mean, my that joke's been in the can for weeks fellas well that was a joke what what was it I missed it
0: <laughs>
1: what
2: I forgot to laugh I'm sorry oh that's how it's gonna be huh Oof. I am sorry but ooh I like that one
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay you can't I'll show Nick sound. Bites. <laughs>
2: Yep, we're talking about the Turtles, which is actually the title. Similar to many other Pauline epistles, this book is named after the city in which the church is located that he is writing to. So, the Church of Philippi. Are you going to hit something, Ryan? Who wrote this? Ah, who wrote this? Let's talk about the author. There have not been any serious debates on authorship. Most scholars agree that Paul wrote this based on a few points. In chapter 1 verse 1, you have his self-proclamation. He literally says he wrote it. He wrote <laughs> it. I can't I can't. Answer. I wrote it. <laughs> I was I was I was ahead of that soundbite we Did just Did Paul you, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally thinking of the soundbite you created hoping that he added it.
1: Oh, who like no when wrote, I didn't when no. wrote this? Oh, you have to add that. Yeah. Okay. At some point. Can you add it in next
2: episode? Yeah. All right. Well, he said he wrote it. Not he 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 wrote it. I don't know what I said before, but it wasn't was this. That. Next point is the reference to Timothy in uh Philippians 2:19 since Timothy was with Paul and Philippi according to Acts 16, the readers would know who he was and who was with Timothy. Next is the details the writer gives about his life in Philippians 3, 4 through 6. It harmonizes perfectly with Paul's life laid out in the book of Acts as well.
1: Hmm. Yo, 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 when this was written.
2: (laughs) Date of authorship. Listen, uh, we know three different prison terms that Paul served, you know, but he got shut up couple times. I didn't say bring out the hood. (laughs) When he got shut up, he got back up. And then he kept serving. He kept serving. He was serving for the gospel of Jesus Christ. He was serving for the gospel of Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Is that better? So yeah, we know of three different prison terms that Paul served. One in Caesarea, one house arrest in Rome, and one in prison in Rome. And most scholars believe that Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians and Philemon were all written during his house arrest in Rome between 60 and 62 AD. That's a very long time from now. Mm. I was hoping you would say that.
1: Yeah. I'm so happy that. I you can't did. make that joke every single episode.
0: <laughs> but Oh, I thought you were saying you were hoping he would say.
2: Mm. Mm, mm. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> anyway, for more details on the prison epistles. You can go back and listen to the book. Oh. That was all my energy coming out. Sorry guys. So for more information on the prison epistles, you can go back and listen to the episode on the book of Ephesians. Also, it's most likely that Philippians was written towards the end of his imprisonment because Paul mentions in chapter 2 verses 23 and 24 that this case will soon be decided. That means he was hearing word that this case was coming to a close. Huh. Coming to a close. Shee! 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 Well, that's coming to a close. Anyway, next about the date of authorship is uh, he, Paul, was released in 62 AD. So this was likely written shortly before that.
0: Huh. Hmm.
2: <laughs> and Next up is a very, very long section. I'm so happy Ryan took it.
1: Yeah, I like, uh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) He is not a man of God. (laughs) Okay, so it's time to look at the historical context of the book of Philippians. So let's flip right into that section of the outline. All right, so the first thing that you need to know when it comes to historical context is about the city of Philippi. So let's talk about it. Philippi truly became famous during the Wars of the Second Triumvirate. Um, And this was essentially the Roman Civil War. And what happened was Julius Caesar was assassinated in 44 BC, and there was a divide between his supporters and, we'll say, his defectors. You guys remember Brutus? Yeah. Et tu Brute? Yeah, et tu Brute. And uh, Cassius, they led the defectors. Brutus and Cassius, or Cassius, or however you want to say it. Uh, the defectors were called the Populares. That's a movie waiting to happen. The Populares, and then you guys know Mark Antony, of course, the course. famous Puerto Rican singer. I need to know, <laughs> um, Anthony. Yeah,
2: I need to know. This is
1: not who we're talking about. We're actually talking about a different Mark Tell Antony me, here, baby girl. <laughs> okay, isn't that Ricky Martin? Who I need to know. I don't that I might not know, Mark. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could also be Enrique Iglesias. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Brutus and Cassius led the Populares. Mark Antony and Octavian led the supporters, who were known as the Optimates. Bro, these sound like movies
2: and and musicians. The Optimates versus Mark Antony and the Octavian
1: The Octavians. Yeah, this is real life. This is real life, peoples. The Octavians can sing in higher octaves. Um, So at the famous Battle of Philippi in 42 AD, Cassius and Brutus, along with the Defectors, were defeated by Mark Antony and Octavian. Now we're getting into Marvel. Oh my gosh. With their Rome-supporting selves. So this was the final battle of the Second Triumvirate, and it was also the final defeat. Um of the defectors.
2: It's a final countdown.
1: So Cassius and Brutus both committed suicide during this Battle of Philippi. So that's really how Philippi became famous was because of this battle. Look at you. After this battle and war, a lot of Roman veterans of the war settled in Philippi and it became part of the Roman Empire as a colony. It was essentially considered a Roman city located outside of Italy. When I was thinking about that, it made me think of like embassies, you know, how embassies are kind of like little pieces of, yeah, that country within another country. Mm -hmm. That's sort of how Philippi was. It was like a a little pocket of the Roman Empire outside of of Italy. Hmm. So they were afforded the same rights as any other Roman city within Italy because of this. They used Roman law, they were exempt from certain Roman taxes that other areas around them had to pay, and all the residents received Roman citizenship. The Philippian people were actually really proud of their Roman citizenship. There was a real serious civic pride in this area. They ended up adopting Latin as their official language, started living Roman customs, and modeled their local government after the cities in Italy. So that's a little bit of a backstory on Philippi, uh, a lot of Roman pride, um, and, and it came to be because of this battle and war, this little civil war in the Roman Empire. Next, you need to know about the Philippian church. You
2: need to know. Ooh. You need to know. Ooh.
1: Um, so the church in Philippi is the first one that Paul planted in Europe back on his second missionary journey. And we see this in Acts 16, verses 12 through 40. There was actually not many Jewish people in the area, and we know that because there was not enough to form a synagogue. And all you need is 10 Jewish head of household men in order for a synagogue to form in an area. Um, But even though there was no synagogue, there were some devout women who met outside the city and prayed, according to Acts 16, 13. So Paul preached the gospel to these women, And Lydia, who was a wealthy merchant, um, and she was wealthy because she sold purple dyed goods, Lydia became saved. And we see that in Acts 16, verses 14 through 15. So it's likely that the Philippian church met in Lydia's home um, because she was the one of note in Philippi. Also something worth mentioning about this, this is one of the um, big points that egalitarians make on why women's women's Ooh, those, women's those women's, women's. Those women's uh why women can pastor churches uh so if you don't know what an egalitarian is or what those beliefs are we will be talking about that in the next season, season we will all right so next you need to know about paul's specific history with philippi so, as soon as the new church was planted in Philippi, it was interrupted by a demon-possessed, fortune-telling slave girl. This was fun to talk about when we uh, did the book of Acts. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, that was in Acts 16. So, she kept following Paul around, affirming what he was saying, but Paul didn't like it because of the fact that she was possessed. So, he cast the demon out. The slave owners could no longer profit from her possession now, so they brought Paul and Silas in front of Philippi's magistrates. They went on to try to incite a mob's civic pride by saying Paul and Silas were disrupting their new Roman customs that they loved so much. See, it's starting to make sense now why it's important to know about Philippi. Mm -hmm. People weren't happy, and they ended up beating up Paul and Silas and throwing them in jail. This is all in Acts 16. Yep. And then that night, Paul and Silas were released from prison via a miraculous earthquake, which scared the guard watching them, and the guard and his whole family heard and believed the gospel, it says. And then the next day after this all happened, when the magistrates found out that these were Roman citizens, that they had illegally beat up and imprisoned, they were terrified and they begged Paul and Silas to leave Philippi because they were scared of repercussions. Paul visited Philippi a couple more times after that, uh, and then several years down the road while Paul was imprisoned in Rome, the Philippian church sent him money and a helper named Epaphroditus to care for any needs that Paul had, and we see that in 4.10. However, Epaphroditus suffered a near-death illness. Because of this, Paul sent Epaphroditus back to Philippi along with the letter which we now know as the book of Philippians. Nice. Nice. Um, we were studying this book
0: in college in crew, and um, somehow everyone gave Epaphroditus the nickname Epaph. Oh. That's what we would always call him. I like that.
1: Looking
2: at this on paper, I'm very impressed that Ryan said his name correctly over and over again, like
0: four times.
1: Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus. Nobody called him Ditus. No,
0: just Epaph. Eepaf.
2: Eepaf. Dites. Dite. Yeah. Night. Next up is a general purpose. But can we talk about the general purpose of having a full bookshelf of heavy hitters, like full-on theology books? And then right up top you have the Twilight series.
1: Yeah. Do you want you want to talk about that? Can we talk about that? The theology of Twilight? Yeah. So Edward is like Jesus in the fact that he oh lives forever. I'm not saying and he he's white. And he's white. And there's something about drinking blood in the Gospels. And Edward is obviously the vampire, right? And then there's the wolves. Here we go. Who try to come in and steal us.
0: Oh. However,
1: okay, track with me here. I'm tracking. Our Savior... Jesus, who Edward symbolizes right uh-huh i don't I don't know the plot of Twilight, otherwise you, you know, know the th- <laughs> books <that> you have <laughs> that's are my wife's books, ah. obviously. <laughs>
0: obviously hello
1: i mean come on guys I mean, they're right next to- i swear they are very they're red right,
0: <laughs> right now
2: they're right next to things to come so i thought you purposely were telling you you were reminding mm.
0: yourself
1: of books you need to read you're just gonna put my pre-millennial dispensational textbook on blast like that sure you're gonna put it out there that i have things to come by dwight pentecost shout out dwight <laughs> how you doing bro <laughs>
2: yeah i will because I mean, most people that listen know that I'm Amil. Yeah, and most people that listen know that you're or were or figuring out pre-mil. Oh, yeah, I'm figuring so, it out. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Also, what are, do you Do you fall into a category yet?
0: Uh, what can we label you as? Yeah, can we label you something? I looked into this a few months ago, and I forget the name of it. Mm. Okay, pan
2: pre-mil, post-mil, pan mill. Amil, I think.
0: From what I was looking up, I think I align post mill at the moment. Oof. But I don't really pick hard
1: lines. So we got
2: we got three very unique views here.
1: We're like a triple headed dragon of the apocalypse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he scared my dog. <laughs> anyway, next up is Speaking the of Dragons. General <laughs> purpose of the book. There seems to be many purposes to why Paul originally wrote this letter. Firstly, he wanted to thank the Philippians for their gifts and wanted to explain to them why Epaphroditus was returning. Almost. Epaphroditus. Hey! Sorry. Epaphroditus. So, he wanted to explain to them why Epaphroditus was returning. How you do? How you do? Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah. He also wanted to give them an update on his situation, exhort them to unity, and warn them against false teachers. Also, this book has a much lighter tone than his other letters. He spent a large majority of the letter encouraging and reassuring the Philippian church. If Ephesians is the love book, so to speak, Philippians is the joy book. Aww. Yeah. I got the joy, 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 getting joy getting all the fuzzies. down in my heart. Hey, Where? Down, down
0: in my, my heart. heart. Where? Down in my heart. To stay.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm with you, fellas. I'm with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he talks about four
2: different times that he had the joy, 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 oh. down in my heart. He had the joy,
1: joy, joy, joy.
2: <laughs> ah, four different times and you know what he did? He rejoiced eight times and he was glad three times.
1: <laughs> 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 I was rejoicing, 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 rejoicing. rejoicing, rejoicing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on repeat.
2: And I was glad, glad, glad. That's it. <laughs> Down in my heart. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, no. All jokes aside... He talks about joy four different times, rejoicing eight times, and gladness three times. And Paul does not rebuke this church sharply, as he had with several others. His warnings are pretty precautionary.
0: How you doing?
2: Next up, we can learn about how to live joyfully and in unity while performing Christian service. So pretty much that wraps up the purpose of this letter. Next up is everyone's
1: favorite part of the show. Soundbite actually gets me a little excited <laughs> when it first starts rumbling. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, intense. Yeah, it is. All right, now it's time for the fun facts. First fun fact Paul made a nod to the Philippians' pride in Roman citizenship by noting that they are, quote, citizens of heaven.
0: Are you though?
1: In chapter 3, verse 20. Ooh. Next, the city was originally named Crenides, which means the little fountains, because of all the nearby springs. It was renamed in the 4th century BC, though, after it was conquered by Philip II of Macedonia. This was Alexander the Great's father. Can you guess why Philip named the city Philippi? Global warming. That could be <laughs> what I was thinking. it's because his name is Philip and he likes pie.
2: Ah, uh, I was thinking that that the little fountains maybe froze over, and died, and the
1: blue bananas made global <laughs> like warming Philip ice cream. Now
2: we can't call it the little fountain. Philip ice cream. So now they're filling them up with different <laughs> stuff because <laughs> the water is just not there anymore.
1: <laughs> Down in their heart, where? Um. So. You know what I was wondering this morning when I couldn't sleep, I was tossing a turn and wondering if there was a connection between Philippians and <laughs> <laughs> I was actually wondering if there's a connection between Philippians and uh like the island nation. The Philippines. The Philippines, yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I mean Philip is a common name. they Philippi. Could have been another conqueror
1: named Philip. Yeah, maybe. But maybe not. Maybe there's a connection. Uh, maybe not. Maybe there's a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's what I said. <laughs> Look at wait. You. wait. <laughs> What's going on here, Throwing guys? me off. All right. So the third fun fact is that the word sin, which is, as we know, hamartia, it appears in this book exactly zero times. So you're saying that Paul was progressive, right? Yeah. Okay. And the last fun fact... There are 104 verses, and he uses the name Jesus 51 different times. So if you average that out, he uses the name Jesus in every other verse. That's a lot of Jesus.
0: (laughs) It's outline time.
2: Yes, it is. So we'll start off with chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, which is a salutation. Letters in the first century, whether Jewish or Greek, usually began with a salutation that included three parts the name of the sender, that of the recipient, and a formula of greeting. Here, Paul doesn't really start his letter here in a typical way. He wants his readers to know the work of Jesus Christ from the start. Oh, should I say that this outline has one, two, three, four, five parts. Five. I don't think you should say that. Parts. Five. Should I say the word five? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it has five parts. How many parts does it have? Five. <laughs> All right, next up is the prologue in chapter 1, verses 3 through 26. And that's broken up into three parts. Thanksgiving, prayer, and
0: progress report.
1: Oh, speaking of Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving.
2: Yes, happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, which totally happened. It already happened. It It already
2: did. It did. It did. For the listeners. Yeah, and we are thankful
1: for you. Yep, for giving us a listen. Oh, yeah.
2: Oof we take what you give and those that is your listens yeah not for real though we are thankful for you our show wouldn't be a show without you so happy thanksgiving next up let's talk about thanksgiving in chapter 1 verses 3 through 8 he is thankful for them and their partnership in the gospel pretty much in the same way that we are thankful for your partnership <laughs> Next up, prayer, chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. So he is praying that their love would abound more and more. Next is progress report in chapter 1, verses 12 through 26. His imprisonment was for Christ. People are becoming bolder to talk about the gospel because of seeing Paul advance the gospel at all costs.
0: At all costs? <laughs> It it says, at I all wasn't going to say anything. <laughs>
2: what, what, what is, what is it supposed to be? Cost. It's supposed to be an S at the end, yeah.
1: At all
0: cost. <laughs> at all costs. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. You're welcome.
2: Should, all right.
0: Should you re that part? Yeah, sure. Okay.
2: People are becoming bolder to talk about the gospel because of seeing Paul advance the gospel at all costs. <laughs> I was hoping you would say cost. <laughs> you know? Either way, all right. Next up is Paul's present imprisonment and Paul's anticipated deliverance. We see those two things in chapter one, verses twelve through twenty-six. In chapter, in uh, verse twelve through eighteen, what's interesting about Paul's present imprisonment is that if it were you or I that were in prison we would want to give every single last detail of everything we're going through in prison. But it's here in this passage that we can really see Paul's heart. Paul focuses on the progress of the gospel in this passage rather than his own personal experience in prison. You guys just ragging on me this morning, huh?
0: No, it's the outline.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Paul focuses on the gospel of the progress of the gospel rather than oin his personal experience in prison.
1: I wasn't gonna say anything. I didn't do anything. I'm sitting here.
2: You don't know what oin means? (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather talk about the outline oin than this mistype, okay? This is what happens when you have me doing outlines at one in the morning. Yeah. Get that colour out of my face! Anyway. In verses 12 through 18 we can really see Paul's heart because he focuses more on the progress of the gospel than he does owing his own personal experience in prison Paul's anticipated deliverance in chapter 1 verses 19 through 26 his deliverance and hope is our deliverance and hope whether in life or death we have faith that for those who are in Christ we have hope in him that will deliver us from sin <clears throat> <clears throat> Next up is part three of the outline, partnership in the gospel, chapter one, verse 27 through chapter four, verse nine. And that's broken up into a few parts. First, we talk about a worthy walk in chapter one, verses 27 through 30, and unity and steadfastness in chapter one into chapter four. And walking in unity is really important. Is this your part? I think (coughs) it's your part. My part is, is coming up, yeah. Because I literally have no notes here. Yeah, that's all right. I don't know how. Just wing it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so um, a, wor- a worthy walk that I know nothing about. And uh, unity and steadfastness, which is very important. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan just oinked. <laughs> okay. And well. walking in unity, guys, you know, that, that stuff,
1: <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore. All right, so then the third part is the partnership in the gospel, <laughs> which was actually assigned to Nick, but he didn't put any notes. And so now I'm going to guess <laughs> what these parts are. <laughs> yeah. So
0: this is 127. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I
1: may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit. Okay. So then after the second section, which Nick so elegantly um, explained to you guys, the third section is the partnership in the gospel. And this is chapter 1 to chapter 4 pretty much. And Paul starts, starts off here talking about how the Philippians need to walk in a worthy manner. And this worthy manner is in both unity and steadfastness. Tell me about it. So in chapter 2, we hear about how they should be walking in unity. And then in chapter 3, we hear about how they need to be walking in steadfastness. And this is where I mentioned earlier in the fun facts about he drops the little hint about citizenship in heaven. That's in chapter 3 and 4. And he talks about how since our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await the return of our Lord, we need to continue to press on towards the goal and live uprightly. All right, and then after the steadfastness section, he gives us um, a little section on some specific duties here in chapter 4, and that's in verses 2 through 9. So firstly, he wants to restore unity between Euodia and Scythi? Cynthia, Something like that. And he wants them to live in unity together. Um, so that's something direct for that church. Also, he uh he tells them not to be anxious about anything, but make your requests known to God, and the peace which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. And that's uh that's in the verses 4 through 9. That's pretty much it. For the third section, Marky, do you want to take the fourth and fifth sections?
0: Uh yeah. So the epilogue. I'm totally not looking at this for the first time. <laughs> Uh, part four is the epilogue. And, um, Paul talks about the recent gift in chapter four, verse 10, uh, which was that Paul was suffering. And although he has learned that he can live in poverty just fine, uh, which this is the verse that often gets taken out of context. Uh, I can do all things through Christ. Um, but Paul is grateful that the Philippian church helped him. Hmm. Um, So really the the real meaning of that verse is that not that you can literally do anything you want just because you have Christ in you. Like you can't just decide you want to fly. But that you can live in any situation of life whether you are wealthy or impoverished and find joy in Christ. And that's that's all the things that he can do.
1: My man. My man. Preach!
0: I am delivered! (laughs) Uh, And the next section is the previous gifts that he talks about uh, in verses 15 to 20, where he's talking about how the Philippian church had provided generously for Paul in the past. And then finally is the last section, the greetings and benediction. Uh, And do you guys know what a benediction is? Tell us, Mark.
2: Yeah. Is that the piece out?
0: Basically, uh, bene means good and diction is word. So it's a good word over the people as you leave.
1: Ooh, nice! Mark oh, dropping that heat, I like that, that fire, nice. that smoke, smoke. I like it. Yes. So, if you enjoyed what you heard today, which you probably didn't, but in the in the chance that you did. Um, We have lots of other content available to you. Go to our website, BibleDingers.com, where we have all our blog posts. We also have our YouTube videos posted right there on our website. We also have some little fun stuff on there, some links, some about me sections and things of this nature. Um, And then on top of that, if you really enjoyed what you heard, you feel compelled to support our ministry, we are 100% patron-supported, and you can, for as little as $1 a month, become part of Dinner Nation! And we would very much love you to do so. Absolutely. And that was our episode on
2: the Book of Philippians. We do hope you enjoyed it. Most importantly, we hope you're picking up your Bible and reading along. If you enjoyed what you heard like Ryan said make sure you go on social media and check us out on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at Bible Dingers across the board and while you're there
0: just give me the likes don't pass and scroll don't pass
2: and scroll make sure you hit subscribe hit follow hit like and most importantly ding on if I got rich Bible Beers, embrace the
0: dean?